I'm an urbanist, and I know that sounds like a dirty word to most of you, but what it means is that I love cities. I love them so much that I've worked as a community organizer in Detroit and Harlem before Obama made it cool. And <laughs> I've lived in India and China and South Africa, and I've even traveled to the Gaza Strip. So you can imagine how scary it was for me four years ago when I moved from New York City to Bettles, Alaska, <laughs> for my partner Adam, who's a park ranger there at Gates of the Arctic National Park. For those of you that haven't been to Bettles, which is probably everyone here, um, it's a typical bush community. It's fly-in only. It's 35 miles north of the Arctic Circle, and there's only 40 full-time residents there during the summer. The building I moved from in Brooklyn had 40 people in it. <laughs> So soon after I got to Bettles, I started experiencing what we might call anxiety episodes. Um, I constantly checked to see if I left the oven on, and I thought I was always having blood clots, although I don't even know what that would feel like or look like. And um, I knew... I knew what was happening because I'm actually a trained social worker and at the time I was getting my PhD in environmental psychology. So I knew that these like insanity moments were really about one thing and that one thing is bears. And it's because I'm, I'm terrified of bears. Um, I think that bears wake up in the morning and think about who they're going to eat and then <laughs> spend the day looking for that person. <laughs> and then kill that person, and then like go home and tell all their bear friends about it. And just so you guys know, everyone in New York thinks that. It's not just me. <laughs> and so like that would have been fine. I was fine staying inside all summer, working my way through my Netflix queue. And if it were up to me, I totally would have done that. But I couldn't do that. And it wasn't because I thought I like should go outside and hike or pick blueberries. I totally didn't need to do that. I just needed to check my email, and we didn't have internet at home. <laughs> and the only place that I could check my email was at the Tribal Council Center, which was five minutes by bike down a gravel road. So as the summer progressed, things just got worse. And my anxiety was so bad, I knew that I needed some sort of intervention. And that intervention had to be therapy. And although it would seem that I had been to therapy before, and as a Jewish woman in her 30s from New York, I had somehow missed that rite of passage. And I had actually <laughs> never been to therapy. I just knew what it looked like professionally speaking. So, and from Woody Allen movies. Um, so I, there wasn't like a trained therapist in Bettles, as it turned out. So I did what any trained but non-practicing social worker would do, and I decided I'd give myself therapy. <laughs> but I didn't like, totally know how to do that, so I needed to go look it up on the internet. Um, so I um, ride my bike to the Tribal Council Center with bear spray in hand, and I always imagine that if someone saw me that I must look like the Wicked Witch in the Wizard of Oz, like I'm riding so fast, I can even hear the song in the background, like the do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> And I get to the Tribal Council Center, which is essentially functioning like a Starbucks to me at this point. Um, and I Google how to give yourself cognitive behavioral therapy, because that was my therapy of choice. And um, I find on Amazon.com the book Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Dummies. And I buy it, because it has really good reviews. And then I ride back home, like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And um, 
I start reading it, and what the, the authors tell you is that, you know, if you can start pinpointing what's triggering your irrational thoughts, which I just think are creative thoughts, then um, <laughs> you can turn those thoughts from irrational to rational, and they offer this simple ABC formula, because the book is for dummies, and the formula is A, activating event, B, um, so what's triggering you? Your B is your belief, like why you think this is happening, and C is the consequence. So I decided to start a diary of dysfunctional thoughts. Day one, <laughs> activating event. Riding bike home from tribal council center. Belief, I will get attacked by bear. Consequence, I feel anxious riding, but in my defense, I had read earlier that morning about someone in Anchorage who had been mauled by a bear on their bike. So I don't think, I don't think it's totally irrational. <laughs> Day three, activating event. Received a movie from Netflix that I didn't want. Belief, this is annoying. Why is my cue all messed up? Consequence, I'm annoyed at Netflix and I have to watch a Spanish language romance. I'm not sure that this example shows that I'm making progress at all. <laughs> Day six, activating, activating event. Woke up with a migraine, headache, belief. I think I'm having a brain aneurysm. <laughs> Consequence, I think deeply about it and I figure it out that I'm not having one. And it's probably, just, it's probably just allergies. It's a lot of work and somewhat demoralizing to spend your whole day thinking about how everything you think is totally irrational. <laughs> day nine, reading a glamour magazine and feel relaxed until I happened upon an article called Your Health Through the Decades. Some experts recommend that women over 30 should start freezing their eggs. In fact, they must freeze their eggs since before 30, after 30, you have very few left. Belief, I spend the next several hours assuming I'm infertile, but it's not worth freezing my eggs. <laughs> Consequence, I probably won't adopt either. <laughs> so, day 10, I ride my bike today with bear spray in my backpack, not readily available, and I think that I'm making like sweet progress. But then I get home and I kill a bee with one of those electric mosquito swatters, and then I think the bee's gonna like come back to life and sing me, rendering me like unable to breathe. And so I plot out a way to, to find the nearest EpiPen. And I realize that things aren't going well. So I keep, I keep the diary for about 30 days and really nothing changed at all. So I decided to leave Bettles a little bit early that year. But I did go back another year, surprisingly, and then decided to live now full-time in Anchorage, again, surprisingly, still with Adam. Um, and so, as an environmental psychologist, I know that people are affected by their places. That's what I study. And I do think I was affected by living in Alaska. I now think 30 degrees is balmy, and I own skis. But ultimately, living here just solidified to me who I know that I really am. I'm an irrational city lover, and I'm totally OK with that. <laughs>